So we continue this book, which is entitled Nasihati Lin Nasai, or My Advice to the Women, which is by the daughter of Sheikh Mukbir bin Hadi Awadi'i, whose name is Um Abdullah. May Allah preserve her. And we get into the chapter of the slips or the evils of the tongue. We mentioned the first few, which is the first one was the evil of shirk, shirk and kufr and disbelief. And the second evil she mentioned was the evil of bid'ah, bid'ah of the tongue. And from the examples of the bid'ah of the tongue, it's like Sandal Quran is created. And I add this Sandal Quran is created. Because this is the belief of the Jahmiyyah, it is a bid'ah of qawliyyah, of statement. And we know that the Qur'an, it is not created, it's the speech of Allah. And it originated from Allah and it will return to Him. The third evil of the tongue she mentioned and we covered was the evil of backbite. The fourth evil of the tongue that she mentioned was namima, tail carry. We mentioned that. So today we continue with the fifth evil she mentions. And it's the evil of al-kadr, or the evil of lying evil of lying. So, the Shaykha or the daughter of Sheikh Muqbir, Ibn Hadi Wadi'i, Umm Abdullah Al-Wadi'iyyah, may Allah preserve her, Hafidh Allah, she says that Al-Kadhib huwa ma khalif al-waqa' She said, Allah is that which opposes, meaning the, the true reality, the true reality of the thing. He says, Allah says in the Quran, in relation to lying, she makes it clear. And this is one thing that the sister, she's unique in, the daughter of Sheikh Mukbil, and she, she falls after her father. She always brings evidence, what she says. So, she mentions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, إِنَّمَا يَفْتَرَ الْكَذِبَ الَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَأُولَئِكَ هُمُ الْكَذِبُونَ in the Surah An-Nahl, the 16th Surah, the 105th Ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, It is only those who believe not in the ayat of Allah, who fabricate falsehood. It is they who are liars. So she's saying the fifth evil of the tongue is the evil of lying. And she brings the ayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where he shows that the characteristics of those who lie or the characteristic of people who are evil are those who actually who, who lie upon the ayat of Allah and they fabricate falsehood. So these people are liars. And she says, that lying is from the signs of the hypocrites. Lying is from the signs of the hypocrites. She says that as the narration came in Sahihain in Hadith Abi Harira, as from the narration that's found in Bukhari and Muslim, the narration that's found in Bukhari and Muslim, 
on the authority of Abu Huraira. And Abu Huraira, his name was Abdul Rahman ibn Sakhr al-Dawz. Abdul Rahman ibn Sakhr al-Dawzi from the tribe of Dawz in Yemen, Hadramaut, Yemen. And he was one of the top narrators of the hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu He was the top, the very top. So he said, Abu Huraira, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ayatul Munafiq Thalathun. That the signs of a hypocrite are three. When a person speak, they lie. When they give a promise, they break it. And when and if you trust them with something, they become dishonest. So here she bring in the narration as found in Bukhari Muslim and authority Abu Huraira, Abdurrahman al-Sakhir al-Dawsi, may Allah be pleased with him, the one who the messenger named Abu Huraira because of his love of kittens, he said that the messenger of Allah said that the signs of a hypocrite are three. When he speaks, and yani, not just he but she, they lie. They lie. When they promise something, they break their promise. And when you trust them with something, then they are dishonest. <clears throat> and then another narration brings a fourth characteristic, which is a, another narration that is not here, but the messenger said when they argue, they're the most argumentative in the argument. So she's proven that lying is, is evil, and it's a sign of a hypocrite. And we know that the hypocrite, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, they're they're the lowest of the hellfire. Hypocrites are the lowest in the depths of the hellfire. So then also she goes on to say, she said, that lying leads to fujur, wickedness. Lying leads to wickedness. And she brings a narration that's reported also in the Sahihain, which is Bukhari and Muslim, from the hadith of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. And Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he was from the Bani Tamim tribe. And this tribe was of lesser status amongst the Arabs. And some say it was a, a slave tribe. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. Ibn Abdullah, Abdullah, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he was a, he's a tent to sheep. He was, a, he was a herder. And he was young, a young man. And he was placed in the servitude of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he served the Messenger of Allah. And he, Ibn Mas'ud, he uh, traveled to many uh, journeys, on many journeys with the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Ibn Mas'ud, he was also uh, one of the, uh, the high narrators of narrations. He was like number seven on the list. Number seven. Like you have the five great ones uh, who are well known. Uh, and then, of course, you have other narrators who are well known, but meaning there are five of the scholars you usually talk about in the, when you talk about Mustala Hadith, the science of the Hadith, they mention five. But Abu Huraira was seventh in line from the companions. He memorized close to about 900 uh, ahadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So in Mas'ud, he served the Messenger of Allah. They say he was closer to the Messenger of Allah, the closest of the companions who emulated the Messenger in his manners. So, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he said that the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that, in the Siddiq, Yahdi al-Bir, that truthfulness leads 
to righteousness. In the birra, yahdi ila jannah. And the, the righteousness leads to the jannah. وَمَا يُزَالُ الرَّجُلَ يَسْدُقُوا وَيَتَّحَرَّ أَسْدَقَ حَتَّى يَكْتَبَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ سِدِّقٍ And that a person does not cease telling the truth, speaks the truth. He does not cease in speaking the truth. He strives to be truthful until that person is written before Allah as a trustworthy person. She goes on to bring a narration where it says, وَإِنَّ الْكَذِبَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْفُجُورِ And lying leads to wickedness. وَإِنَّ الْفُجُورِ يَهْدِي إِلَى النَّارِ And wickedness leads to the hellfire. وَلَا يُزَالُ عَبْدُ يَكْذِبُ And the servant does not cease lying. يَتَحَرَّى and the person who lies, they continue to tell lies until that person is written as a liar of Allah. So she's showing the evil, evilness or the evil nature of lying. The evil nature of lying. She goes on to say, she said that, so the person who, whose disposition is to lie. The person's maker, right? Is to lie, right? His khuluq, right? Like the Prophet ﷺ was on husnul khuluq. He was on good manners. And it's a dhamma on the kha. It's a dhamma on the kha, right? So the Prophet, she said, the one who, uh, who persists, or the person whose deposition, right? Or their, or their disposition, Sorry, the disposition or their uh, their manner is lying. That and this person is accustomed to lying so much so that it becomes a part of this person's character. Because a part of this person's character, this person will be written as a liar in the midst of the liars. Zumara wa fi zumara al-kadirin. And the word Zumara means like groups, it can mean groups, it can mean troops, and so on and so forth. Like Allah mentions about in Surah Al-Zumar, وَأَسِيكَ kafaru, like Allah says, and, and, and you see Zumara, you see the, 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 the group of disbelievers, you know, brought to the, the, you know, the Abu'ab al-Nar, the doors of the fire, or the doors of the hellfire. So Zumar, Zumara, it means like groups or it means like troops, like this. So she said that this person will be wafi zumara al-kadibin. They will be in the groups of the lies. So the person whose disposition is to lie, and they're accustomed to lying, that person's character becomes a part of that person's character, they be grouped with the liars. Be grouped with the liars. So she said, indeed, no, uh, nobody will be pleased. Nobody will be pleased. La yurda, and yuqala lahu bin nas kadab, kafab, kafab. That no one be pleased that they be said about them amongst the people that they are a liar. She said, so it is not more deserving 
that they prevent themselves from being written as a liar before Allah and his Lord is the one who created and sustained him. And then she says, and we ask Allah for safety, she says. We ask Allah for safety. She said, likewise, the people will not believe the one who lies. And in fact, in the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if a person lies, they know to be lying, their testimony are, testimonies are rejected. Like if a person is a caller to Allah, he's from the du'at. But that person falls into some kind of bid'ah or some uh, deviation in hiraf or something that uh, makes that person warranted to be warned against. When that person comes back to the truth, that thing that took them away from the Salafi Minhaj, if they come back to it, we don't automatically right away accept them. Meaning that they repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yes, you know, their repentance is accepted. But now for them to come back to teaching the people and so on and so forth, they have to be examined and be watched. And we found this in the time of Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah. When you had uh, Abu al-Hassan al-Ashari, who founded the Ashari sect. Founded the Ashari sect. But later he repented. He repented. And he met Imam Babahari. And Imam Babahari was a student of a student of Imam Ahmed. They were not in the time of Imam Ahmed, but Imam Ahmed had a student who taught another student and that student taught Imam Babahari. Imam Babahari died in 329 after the Hijra. Imam Ahmed died in 241 after the Hijra. So about maybe 70, 80 odd years. So Abu Hassan al-Ashari, he met Imam Babahari after he repented. And he said to him that, I'm upon the way of Imam Ahmed. Meaning that he left all that bid'ah alone, the, the Ashari belief. That they don't believe in the attributes of Allah except seven how we believe them. The other ones they explain them away metaphorically. Right? And other things that they believe. So, <clears throat> when he said this to Imam Babahari, Imam Babahari said, what are you talking about? Meaning that, we, we, we're not accepting that, we're watching you for right now. So, although Abu Hassan al-Ashari, who was from the callers to something, he repented from that. He wrote books refuting what he used to be upon. He used to refute the people he used to be upon. He gave a khutbah refuting he was upon. Threw his kufi down. He said, I throw off my, this, this false belief like I threw this kufi down. But yet this thing, Imam Babahari said, what are you talking about? So they were examining him to make sure he was really what he's upon. Because why? What he was upon prayed previously was, was lies. They were lies. They were lies. Lies in creed. And lies in minhaj. So, but then when he died, for surety, people accept him as being from the minhaj of the seventh. Because it was clear. Because in that time when he was watching him and examining him, and he, he didn't go back on what he was upon. He refuted the things he was used to be upon. and followed the way of the seventh. So the point here is that, like she mentioned, that you would not want to be in front of the people and labeled as a liar. And likewise, Sharia-wise, if a person lies, then that person, when they repent, their testimonies have to be, you know, questionable. It's questionable. So we have to be very careful, making sure that our tongues are straight, sisters. You have to be very be sure that your tongues are straight, and that Shaitan does not allow your tongue to take you here and there. So she goes on to say. They will also be, the people will be, they'll be in front of the people. They'll be detested. They will be detested in front of the people. They'll be looked at as people who are uh, repugnant in the sight of Allah. Right? She said, because the poet spoke the truth when he said, 
So the poet spoke the truth when he said, "Ma akbaha al kabiba al mathmumu sahibuhu ahsana al sidq inda Allahi wanas." So he said the poet spoke the truth when he said that how repugnant or how foul are lies, and the one who lies is dispraised. He's mathmum, dispraised, meaning by the people. And how beautiful is the truthful person with Allah? How beautiful is truthfulness to Allah? I'm sorry, how beautiful is truthfulness to Allah and the people? So, once again, sisters, as the Shaykh she said, sisters. She's saying that, so as the sister is saying, uh, sisters, she's saying that the one who, who lies, they're repugnant to the people. As the poet said, So how repugnant is, or how foul are lies? And the one who lies is Detested or dispraised, meaning by the people. And how beautiful is truthfulness to Allah and with the people. So the sister, sisters, she's showing that uh, lying is something that is repugnant. And is seen as repugnant, only with Allah, but with the people. And how much so would people want to be around a person like this, a person who lies? They want to get far away from this person. So the sister goes on to say that lying is from the major sins, sisters. Lying is from the major sins. We should not take it light. We live in a we live in a society that takes lies as, as light. And in fact, we have uh, tabloids, these uh, fake magazines that may show you a picture of President Obama meeting with the Martians. You know, and they have. A thousand eyes and all this other kind of stuff, making up stuff, all kinds of different stuff. These tabloids are built upon lies, and these television shows are built upon lies. In fact, they have shows that are geared towards women, sisters. Television shows that are specifically geared towards women, and not just women, but women at a particular age group, and a woman, women of a particular ethnicity, and a women of a particular status, right? These uh, stories, they call them, stories. Those shows like Days of Our Lives, As the World Turns, and all those shows, I don't say, once again, I don't know if they still exist, and I think I mentioned this last week, I don't know if they still exist in that Dallas, and all, but these things were exi- in existence when I was growing up. You talk about, about more, you talk about, you know, of course, when I was a young, a young man, when I was a teenager, so I was a teenager, teenager over, you know, 30-something odd years ago, almost 40 years ago. So these shows about them. These shows are based upon lies. So, and all these, like Jerry Springer and all this kind of stuff, you know, these shows are geared upon lies, sisters. So, it makes a person comfortable in their lives. So here, the sister says, sisters, she said, So she said, lying is from the major sins. And she mentioned the narration of Bukhari, where the Prophet Wasallam says, reported on, that the Prophet on Sumura ibn Jundu, that the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, used to regularly say to his companions, 
who amongst you had a dream last night. So he would narrate that which Allah had willed for him to narrate. One day he said to us, two men came to me last night. So they sent me, they sent me and said, proceed. So I proceeded with them. It comes in the hadith as for you, the one who passed and his cheeks, nostrils, and eyes were being torn away from front to back. It was said about this person, he was a liar. He was a liar. He used to leave his house in the morning and tell a lie, which would spread all over the world. So sisters, it's not only, it's not only limited to men, as we mentioned. Although it says he in the pronoun. In the pronoun. But it's also for the women. For the women. So the person would, 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 would tell lies. And his lies, tabloo al-athaq. They'd be spread all over. So, and this is the heart of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That he mentioned it be spread all over the world. And this is Bukhari. And it shows you that it's from Revelation also. Why? Because how could an Arab be in the desert? He can go out of the house in the morning and tell a lie. How can he reach the whole world where he's limited to the desert? Maybe he can go some other, he can journey off to some other places. But he couldn't go over the whole world. It'd be almost kind of like impossible at that time. But it shows you the revelation. Because what? Because it's not limited, that narration is not limited to that time. It's limited to any time. Today we live in a society where a person can go on social media. And in 10 seconds, well, less than a second, in, in, in a second or so, they can spread this statement all over the world for everyone to see. They can be in one place, far away from everyone. They can be 5,000 miles away. And that test can reach everybody in the whole world in a matter of seconds with social media. So, and keep, keep in mind that when we lie, likewise when we do good, when we do good, whoever follows that good, sisters, they will get the reward as the one who did the good without that reward being diminished from the one who did it. So if you spread something of good, someone took it and they, and they spread it, each person that does it, you get a reward for each person that does it because you originated it, you spread it, like the message to whoever uh, revived it soon. Likewise, if you spread an evil, a lie, whoever takes that lie, each time you get a sin for each person who spreads it. And it carries on while you're in your grave. So instead of good deeds adding up, those bad deeds are adding up. And on Yamak Tayyama, you may wonder, well, how does he have all these evil deeds and these bad deeds you didn't even commit? Because you were dead. But it's because of the lies that may have been left behind for people to circulate. So I got to be careful what we say with our tongue. This is why that sort one of my favorite sorts in the Quran that I love to recite. Well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it clear when he says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu taqullaha wa tundur nafsi ma qaddama lagat wa taqullaha inna allaha khabirun bima ta'amanun. Tarinan. Well, Allah says, he makes it clear, Oh, you believe, fear Allah as he ought to be feared. And let every soul look forward, look forth, with it put, forth, put forward for tomorrow. And fear Allah, Allah is aware of all that you do. So Allah here is in this, in this surah, He's reminding us that be careful what you do now. Because anything you do now is going to be going to Yom Al-Akhir. Any good you do, any bad that you do. It's not going to be forgotten. Now we may forget about it, but it's not going to be forgotten. So, here the message mentioned about the one, the person, the people who, they, on the day of Yom Qiyamah, their, their eyes and, you know, and their, their nostrils and their cheeks will be torn away. 
Because of the lies, right? From the back, because of the lies they used to tell. The lies they used to leave, they spread. They go out in the house in the morning, and they spread lies. And they tell it to the spreads all over the world. And she says, goes on to say that what Adama al kadhab and the greatest lie, is kadhab al-Allah. Is the lie upon Allah. It's the lie upon Allah. And lying upon Allah is not necessarily directly lying on Allah. Like meaning that, if you say Allah is like this or that, that's the greatest lie. But also lying about the deen of Allah. Whether intentionally or unintentionally. Like the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said in Bukhari, in the book right, of knowledge. Ali ibn Talib said, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, let the person take his seat in the hellfire. Who says something about me, I did not narrate. That's the Messenger of Allah. Let the person take his seat in the hellfire who says something about me, I did not narrate. So it's not just the person who just automatically lies intentionally on the Messenger. It's also one who don't take care in what he narrates. Because the Messenger of Allah sallallahu says it's sufficient to call a person a liar that they narrate everything that they hear. It's sufficient to call a person a liar that they narrate everything that they hear. That's why we got to use this now. It's not only for hadith. It's for our life too. So somebody comes to you with a narration, you got to make sure you check. Like Muhammad ibn Sareen said, Samu lana rijalakum. Name for us your men. Who are your men? Who are the people in the narration? So we can know is a lie or not. So we're not going to spread it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Hujurat that when a fasa comes to you any news, ascertain the facts. For you hurt someone unknown. So we don't accept anything because somebody say I'm Muslim. No. Because that person can be a Muslim and be a liar. Right? Or he can be a person who's not careful in his narration. He might not be a liar per se, but he or she is not careful in what they narrate. They narrate anything for every habba with dhabba. Right? So, and this is something that you find, you know, because, and not to make it, not to, I'm not belittling the women, but I'm, but, but it's in accordance with the message you said, because sometimes the women become loose in their tongues, and they spread stories, and they spread, and they, and they gossip. Because the message just said the woman's made from the rear, and the most curved part is what's in her head, because it gets her in trouble. The messenger said this. And the woman is truthful with herself. She knows by herself. And it's not saying that the men don't do the same thing, but the messenger specifically mentioned this towards the women. But except that woman who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, she fears Allah, she can be very careful. So it says here, lying upon Allah is the greatest of lies. It can be anything. If you lie upon the ayat of Allah, meaning the book of Allah, right? If you lie upon the believers, you're actually lying upon Allah. Because the believers are representing the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? If you lie upon the believers, make up a lie upon the believers. Those who are practicing the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? You're slandering them. Right? You make, you make mockeries of the signs of Allah. Like Allah mentions about in Surah Tawbah, where it talks about the people who they used to make fun of the reciters. Listen to this. They used to make fun of the reciters. And Allah revealed the verse... Say so they have disbelieved after they have believed. And they say, we will only mock you. And Allah said that in the Quran. They say they, say they will only mock you. Right? So, to make fun of the ayats of Allah, somebody says that, oh, look at that ninja, meaning a Muslim woman who wears a niqab. Right? And believe it or not, there's some Muslims who say that about Muslim women. Muslims who are jahil, who are ignorant. Jahil jitta, who are very ignorant. But there's some Muslims who make mockery of other Muslims who have who have beards. They have done this. There have been Muslims who make mockery out of their ignorance of other Muslims who have beards, right? Like the Kufa do. 
So, but now you find the Kufar men trying to wear, wear beards. But nonetheless, and it shows you that, you know, it's, of course there's a fad amongst them, but it's been over the last couple of years you find, like, these basketball players and these rap, all of them are growing their beards now. They've been influenced. It's a fad, right? But you'll find some Muslim men who make mockery of Muslim men who have beards. So, the point is that all this is lying upon Allah when you do this. So not just lying upon Allah directly said that Allah, you know, is like this, Allah is like that. No, even you lie upon the ayats of Allah. All those things that are indicating signs of the deen of Allah. If you lie upon that, then you actually lie upon Allah. And she brings the ayah, well, we're going to close out with this, inshallah. She brings the ayah, Allah says, فَمَنْ أَفْلَمُ مِمَّنْ كَذِبَ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَكَذِبَ بِالصِّدِّقِ so Surah Al-Zumba And since you have any questions You can stop repeating your questions now Inshallah Put your questions now um, Because we're ready to stop And we have five minutes before the Salah so, so who does more wrong Allah says Than he who utters Allah Against Allah And denies the truth When it comes to him is there not in hell an abode for the disbelievers? Surah Tazum. Surah Tazum. 39th Surah, the 32nd Ayah. So, lying, and we continue next week, inshallah, lying is a grievous sin, sisters. Grievous sin. So, this is the fifth evil of the tongue, as you mentioned. It's the recap. The first evil is the evil of making shirk with Allah, associating bodies with Allah, and disbelief. The second evil she mentioned was the evil of bid'ah, innovation. The third evil she mentioned was the evil of backbiting. The fourth evil she mentioned was the evil of tail carrying. And the evil, fifth evil she mentioned, which is today, is the evil of lying. So we're going to close out. And once again, this is the daughter of Sheikh Muqbil ibn Hadi Awadi'i, Rahimahullah, that great imam in Yemen, who died a few years back. His daughter, who also obtained a high level of knowledge. She's a sheikha. She has a lot of knowledge. She memorized a lot of the text, a lot of the, you know, and it's clearly known, not only testified by her father, but others, that she, she's well equipped with knowledge. So this book we chose specifically from a sister to the sister, so therefore it can be understood better if it's a sister who's bringing these things about women herself, because she's a woman. So we will conclude, we stop there, and inshallah, anything we said is correct from Allah, from Allah, anything we said from mistakes, myself and shaitan. So please forgive me uh, any mistakes, whether it be from a uh, slip of the tongue, knowingly, unknowingly, whether it be from uh, any uh, studying or speech that's unclear. So that we say, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, I should So if any questions, sisters, you can write them down and put it. And if not, inshallah, we'll conclude uh, next week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.